Welcome to the Outdoors Radio Show, The Bend, where we share the other parts of your life with you in the outdoors. I am your host, Rebecca Warner, aka Beck. And as always, we love hearing from all of you. Comment stories and ideas. Get a hold of us anytime. Call or text 305 900 Bend. That is 305 900 2363. Or you can always drop us an email to bendradioshow at gmail.com. Joining me as always is my producer, sound engineer, and co-host, Jeff Tigger Earhart. Happy New Year, everybody, and thank you for continuing to ride along with us as this marks not just 2023, but our third year of doing the Bend Outdoors radio show. So thank you, everybody, for all of your support. In the spotlight today is the National Park Service. With more than 400 National Park sites across the country, 2023 could be the year of your great adventure. Save these dates for free entrance. Yes, you're hearing that right. Free entrance into any one of the 63 U.S. national parks or 360 designated national sites. So there you go. Do you have your pen ready? Here we are. January 16th already, there'll be a free day. That is also, it happens to be Martin Luther King Day. The next one is April 12th. This also marks the first day of National Park Week. Then we head to the summer, August 4th. Consider the anniversary of the Great American Outdoors Act. September 23rd is considered the National Public Lands Day. And lastly, November 11th, which is also Veterans Day. So all five of these dates, you are free with entrance. Just remember, though, that that does not cover any activities you may do inside of the parks. But regardless, with these five free entrance dates, hopefully this will get your wheels turning in your mind to encourage you to all visit one of the national park sites or memorials near or far away from you. As well as if you think you're going to be visiting some of these national sites for more than one day, or you may be traveling to several different national parks this summer, you might want to consider purchasing the America the Beautiful Pass. Those are on sale as well. You can head to the National Park Service website for those. And just remember that if you do go to any of these parks, be sure to check ahead of time because We don't have the full listing, but some of these parks are requiring you to register prior to coming to the park. Other than that, we hope that you have a great time. You take the family, you grab the grandparents, the kids, everybody head to those national parks and always remember to be wise while you're hiking in. You can remember the buddy system. Let people know where you are heading, when you expect to be back. And if there is anything when you're out hiking, if you pack it in with you, make sure you pack it back out. We hope you have a blast this summer or this next whole year planning your park season. Our first story takes us to California. New year, new occupation. Mark Cleary of Redondo Beach, California has started up a business as a personal trainer for dogs. He has a treadmill in the back of his van, which allows him to run dogs without having to worry about the dogs running away. The cost to have your pet walked is $45 for a 30-minute training session. And apparently this idea is going bonkers because many people are using Cleary's service due to the increase in coyotes in the area around Redondo Beach, California. 
So depending upon the size, I'm doing some math here. Mm-hmm. Depending upon the size of the van that you have, if you had three or four treadmills going on all at the same time, this guy could be making several hundred dollars an hour. Uh-huh. At uh-huh. first, I was going to make a comment about this, as you probably saw me snarl. But then when you said the dollar amount, and I'm, I'm running the numbers on this, I think this guy's on something. I would say so, too. Several hundred dollars an hour. Uh And the uh, folks that are using his services, they feel that this is a much safer option than actually walking their dogs because of the increase in coyote activity in that area. And just to note, he does go and uh, put a leash on each dog and ties them to the treadmill so that they are stuck to. Yes, (laughs) you could probably if you really, (laughs) really figured out. The math and the square footage of your van fit a couple of those treadmills in the you, back. No, seriously, could you imagine if you show up a little enclosed trailer, mm-hmm. say a 7 yeah. by 14, a, yeah. a common size enclosed trailer. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, I think Wheels we're, gonna, are turning, we're aren't selling they, everything <laughs> and we're getting in the dog. And you're saying this because I, I believe you brought it up, what, two weeks ago or three weeks ago, that there has been the increase of coyotes in not just California, but in other parts of the country as well. Is that right? That is true. That is true. I have been bringing that up here and there because I've been hearing on the wire, especially as cities have expanded, urban areas have grown out, that coyotes are becoming less and less scared and they are coming into city limits, into towns, scavenging. I know around the holidays, there was a lot of chatter going on about being careful when you discarded your leftovers from the holiday meals, things like that, because the coyotes were were not afraid. Honestly, they're getting used to the people, the traffic and life as it is today. Now for this next bit, this is something that's going viral on TikTok and you're going to want to check it out because this last week up in British Columbia, get this, footage of a giant octopus being dragged up from the ocean by a fishing boat has left not just the crew but viewers stunned as well. They shared the dramatic video to TikTok and as to this point, over 41 million times the video has been watched. It was filmed during a fishing expedition off the coast of Vancouver Island in British Columbia, Canada, and writing alongside the clip, the videographer wrote, today's catch caught us. So as the fishing pole was bringing up their basket, here there was an octopus wrapped around the outside of the basket as it was being reeled back up out of the ocean. How crazy is that? They said that they believe it was a northern giant Pacific octopus that was wrapped around it and that the octopus eventually did let go of the trap as it came up out of the water. It's about a 23 second clip so as i said take a chance go to google or tiktok and just take a take a chance to take a look at this because it is pretty crazy to see a specimen like this obviously not an octopus does not attack a a fishing basket very often. No, no, apparently. And that the giant Pacific octopus, they say, are beginning to kind of, uh, what do you want to, die off? So it is extremely rare to have something like this happen. Okay, so they're becoming less and less common. Not necessarily an endangered species, but becoming... Right, and they believe the reason. They believe the reason why this octopus decided to grab on to the uh, fisherman's trap is because they hunt by night, and their diet is of shrimp, clams, lobsters, and fish. 
And hence, that's why they were pro- that octopus was probably hanging on that trap. So he figured he could get some too. Mm-hmm. We're going to call that a wrap of the news. Stay where you are. When we come back, we're going to be talking about fishing reports as well as maybe planning that next hog hunting adventure. Stay where you are. We'll be right back. Pro Rodeo fans, watch the Cowboy Channel anytime, anywhere with PRCA on the Cowboy Channel Plus. Live stream the Cowboy Channel or watch your favorite PRCA rodeos on demand. Classic PRCA rodeos added weekly. Get the PRCA on the Cowboy Channel Plus for only $9.99 a month or save 25% by signing up for a full year. Visit CowboyChannelPlus.com to sign up and start streaming today. OverTheEdgeOutdoors.org, a nonprofit providing veterans and active service members with opportunities to hunt and fish at no cost to them. For more information or to donate, check out OverTheEdgeOutdoors.org. Again, that's OverTheEdgeOutdoors.org. Passionate about hunting, conservation, learning, and encouraging others? Watch Buckstorm on YouTube. Weekly videos about what it's really like hunting the Black Hills. Regardless the trophy or left empty-handed, Buckstorm on YouTube shares the real stories. Subscribe today, Buckstorm. Waterfowl, turkey, deer, ToxicCalls.com offers all of the various styles of calls needed to take your hunt to the next level when you create quite simply the most real sound yet. American made to boot? Order today, ToxicCalls.com. Join the Celebration Nation. Never miss another national day. From National Pretzel Day to Junk Food Day, be notified about contests, coupons, and prize opportunities. NationalDayCalendar.com. Never miss a reason to celebrate every day. Welcome back, folks. This is the outdoor radio show, The Bend, and I am your host, Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck, and I thought I would give you all a little bit of a fishing report of what's going on out there. Now that we are in a season where in some areas it is ice fishing, in some areas people are hitting the deep sea, in other areas they're still fly fishing. So here we go. The Dakotas, Quite a bit of snow is being reported on the ice and areas, so it is being suggested if heading that way to come with a tracked vehicle or at least chains and a shovel. Bite has been decent with most days producing a mixed bag of walleyes, perch, pike, and catfish. Most fish on the upper lake Oahe are coming out of 25 to 40 foot depths on either a Binks Pro Series spoon tipped with a minnow head or even a whole minnow and dead rod setups with a tail hooked minnow or chub. I want to give a big thanks to Loeb's Lake Oahe Guiding Service for that little tidbit. Now we head to northern Minnesota Lake of the Woods area. Anglers have been reeling in a mixed bag of fish caught on the south side of Lake of the Woods. Most fishing is taking place in 25 to 32 feet of water, as is common this time of year. Fish are moving deeper, an array of small fish plus some slot walleyes, fish in the size length of 19 and a half to 28 inch range, and saugers of all size are being caught. There are a nice number of eater-sized fish in the lake providing nice action and good fish fries. Other fish being caught are big eel pout, jumbo perch, pike, tulabies, and an occasional sturgeon. Now heading south to much warmer waters or areas of the world, we're talking the Florida Keys. 
Cold temperatures definitely did slow down the fishing the last week of December, but there are definitely some strong fish that have stuck around. Some nice snook, redfish, and trout are back in the Everglades holding in deeper water in some of the sun-fed shallow flats. Sailfish action is definitely heating up with reports of two releases each day. Mahi are also scattered about with some nice fish being caught Kingfish bite is on fire. Blackfin and skipjack tuna are also present, making for a fight and great eating. Fishing should continue to get better as the months ahead heat up. Now let's talk fly fishing hotspots. Norfolk, a.k.a. the North Fork of the White River in Arkansas, is seeing great action, as well as the Chattahooga River, otherwise known as the crown jewel of trout fishing in South Carolina. Then heading west to California, it is being reported that the lower Sacramento River where the conditions for fly fishing continue to be good, even though the stream levels are below normal, their hatchery steelhead are still being caught. Now, if you have an outdoors field report that you would like to share with the rest of us, we welcome you to give us a call or a text anytime and send us in that report. The phone number again is 305-900-2363. Again, that's 305-900-2363. All right, now Tigger, throw your headset back on and join us for this portion. As we've all turned the calendar over and many of us are getting excited as we are starting to look ahead to the adventures we're planning to go on in this next coming year, we all know that we have to either maybe put in some time away from work or some of those adventures need to be actually booked out ahead of time. And with that, I thought it was a bit exciting that Field and Stream Magazine, in case you haven't seen it, but they have released the five best states for hog hunting in North America. And the reason I'm bringing this up, and I know Tigger, you'll appreciate these statistics and just learning a little bit more because it deals with the U.S. Department of Agriculture, where they have reported that feral hogs now occupy, get this, 35 states, and they cause roughly $2 billion in damages annually. And I'm surprised it's not more than that of what they cause in damages because they can really destroy a piece of ground in a very, very, very short period of time. Exactly. So the, now you're understanding why they're be considering a they're considered as an invasive species in some place. Okay. to many of these areas. And that is why maybe you might want to take the time to plan a hunt for such animal. I know that's something neither of us, Tigger nor I, have been able to do yet, but it is on our bucket list. I would love to do this. Mm-hmm. This would be a lot of fun. You know, it is common in other parts of the country where they are fighting the invasive species of the domestic hog that is now feral, mm-hmm. that there have been people and, and farmers and ranchers and landowners that are paying people to come out and to try to eradicate some of these feral hogs from their operations. Exactly, exactly. So here we go. The top five states. California first. California, by the way, just passed new legislation that does away with bag limits. They're lowering the hunting license fees and opening the door for legislation to consider night hunting for hogs. That's a big one for that state. Cool. Congratulations, California. Next on the list is Florida. 
Now check with Florida Fish and Wildlife for areas that allow hog hunting year-round. That's a possibility there. Notice how you're going from one part of the country mm-hmm. all the way to the other part of the country. Okay. Exactly. Now let's head a tick north to Georgia. Regulations in Georgia are being considered as relatively relaxed, and they do include a year-round season, no bag limit, and night hunting. Ooh. And then staying in that southeast area, next on the list is Alabama, just to the west. According to Alabama DNR, wild hogs are present in all of the state's 67 counties. And again, see see why we're calling this invasion? I get it. I get it. It's estimated that hog, excuse me there, it's estimated that hog hunters will find more than 750,000 acres of public ground to hunt as well. And then now lastly but not least, Tigger, can you guess which state is the number one with the largest population of hogs? I'm going to say Texas. You got it. Exactly. It is estimated that half of the feral hogs roaming in the southern half of the nation have invaded Texas. They're they're saying they're occupying every county in the Lone Star State except El Paso, which is way up in the west in the panhandle over there. Anyway, in Texas, you're going to find one million acres of public ground, as well as private landowners, as you were saying, Tigger, that offer reasonably priced guided hunts, for these hogs, or they may just invite you to come on over and right, take a few right, out. Right, to go in. I'm thinking all the cool gadgets for the night hunting, right? Oh, you think about it. And, uh, and I've heard some of those guys going up. up up in the air in helicopters, choppers, doing those kind okay, of hunts. you are a fantastic shot. I have to brag on you a little bit. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm going to be honest about this. Most guys, I don't think, would admit this about their, their other half, but Beck can outshoot me. When it comes to long-range rifles, now I do a little bit better when it comes to shotgun, but no, long-range, she can outshoot me any day of the week. I would love to see what you could do in a helicopter. I think we're going to have to put I it mean, on the bucket you, list. You've got a lot of talent. I'm, oh, I'm bragging you. on you. You've got thank a lot you. of talent. I would love to be able to see what you could do in a chopper. <laughs> With all the cool gadgets. Well, if we get to do that anytime in the near future, don't worry. We'll be sharing the experience right along with you. So stay where you are. When we come back, we'll have more of The Bend right after this. The hunt is planned. The guide is booked. The trip is blocked off in the calendar. But one huge detail remains, preserving that trophy, creating a memory that will last a lifetime. Little Rack Taxidermy has that fast, friendly service to fulfill your taxidermy in a timely, professional manner. Reach out to Heather with Little Rack Taxidermy through Facebook at Little Rack Taxidermy or send an email to heatherjoe23 at hotmail.com. Little Rack Taxidermy, bringing back the natural look. Shooting ducks, skinning bucks, I'm a hunting princess in a pickup truck. Hey everybody, this is John Arman with Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV. Join us every week as we travel the back roads and backwaters in search of the ultimate outdoor adventure. You can find us on KOTVchannel.com, YouTube, and our local stations. National Day Calendar, where the world celebrates every day. We are the official National Day Calendar that covers all of our favorite things in life. Subscribe today to National Day Calendar and never miss a reason to celebrate every day. Still Christmas shopping? We've got one for you. Detelli Outdoors, apparel designed by hundreds of women for women to get outdoors in hunt. Makes 
the perfect gift. Use promo code HOLIDAY2022 and receive 20% off at checkout. Beck has their gear. She loves their gear. It is second to none. DetailiOutdoors.com. D-I-T-A-L-E. DetailiOutdoors.com. Welcome back to the Outdoors Radio Show, The Bend. I'm going to sneak over here because Beck is making her cheeseburger. I was going to almost say pizza. Her cheeseburger soup. It's kind of a kind of a cold day, and we're big soup eaters in the wintertime. And I'm always complimenting you that your soup is fantastic. And you are, I'm going to start this out. I'm going to lean over your shoulder here. You are browning. Um, are you actually browning that in the Instant Pot? Is that what you did with the ground beef? That's exactly what I did. Yes, I'm making my cheeseburger soup because I know how much you love it, Tigger, on a cold, chilly day. And what I love about the Instant Pot is you only end up with getting one dish dirty. That's it. So before I browned my burger, first off, I threw in a little butter, some of my Worcester sauce, along with a whole onion chopped up, and then raw minced garlic. To me, that's kind of the secret of it, to really let them all cook together, meld. And you did that before you put... The, but you didn't ground ground you didn't brown the burger before you put it in you're actually browning it in the instant pot that's absolutely right yes after those other ingredients have all had a chance to kind of cook together those onions start softening up now's when i just threw in the burger and i'm chopping it inside the kettle as i'm going because this instant pot has different settings for example right now i'm using the saute setting which allows me to brown it real nice before i put it onto a high setting just to let it cook like you would a soup let it simmer i'm kind of fast pace i'm fast tracking it but i would assume that the the key to this is having the burger thawed before throwing it in the instant pot right Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. If you have your burger thawed already, it takes only a matter of a few minutes to get this all rolled together. Now that my burger is all nice and chopped, I'm going to add in another about a three quarters of a cup to a cup of pickle juice. That's my secret that I add in there. And then once it's all nice and cooked together here, after an hour or so, I will then add in cream cheese, some other cheddar cheeses, things that you think that you'd like on your cheeseburger to mix it all together and have a cheeseburger soup. So you will actually let the, you're waiting to add the cheeseburger, the cheeseburger components, the, the soup and the sauces. You're going to let the burger just sit and simmer in its own juice for a while before you're putting the other stuff in? That's right. I'm going to add in about another two cups of just water so that it is more like soup and it's going to sit here and cook, but I'll let it cook for about an hour or so before I add in the cheese. That's the key. You don't want to really boil the cheese too much. So I like to let everything else cook and then add the cheese in, let it melt, mix it up real well, and I should be ready to serve in about an hour and a half. I don't think that the Instant Pot should be intimidating by any stretch of the imagination because I'm going to say it's the modern day Dutch oven. Mm. And when we Dutch oven cook, everybody gets really intimidated by it. And you literally throw everything in a pot and you cook it. I mean, it's it's that simple. So an Instant Pot is the same way. It's the modern day Dutch oven that that you can obviously use inside and people shouldn't absolutely not be afraid of it at first i was too because i didn't know okay what setting should i have it on but it's honestly one of the simplest gadgets ours stays on the countertop pretty much all year long absolutely it is the one 
get kitchen gadget. You know, there's a thousand kitchen gadgets out there that you buy and then you end up selling in your next rummage sale. But the Instant Pot is the one gadget that I have had for years now and I swear by. I love it. I cook my roasts in it. I cook my soups in it. You can't go wrong. And what we've noticed is on some of the cuts of meat, on maybe some of the roasts where if people just get tired of that same old roast beef flavor, right? Mm-hmm. We've thrown them in the Instant Pot and we've just thrown a lot of different sauces in an experiment. And what I thought was so neat is you can literally take the frozen roast and throw it in. And you don't have to do anything and just throw some other sauces and check it a couple times in an hour and it's done. You're absolutely right. And I love how you just brought that up because sometimes there's those other cuts that are very tough and they're hard to get them tenderized. That stew meat sometimes can be really chewy and hard. Throw it in your Instant Pot. It instantly tenderizes everything. And that is all, folks. We're going to call this show wrapped. Thank you to my producer and sound engineer, co-host Jeff Tigger Earhart. And remember, as we kick off the new year, we sure do enjoy hearing how all parts of the country are doing. And we invite you to call or text in your area's field reports. That number again is 305-900-BEND. Again, that's 305-900-2363. And as y'all keep making those new memories, be sure to keep sending in those pictures by email to bendradioshow at gmail.com. And always tagging at the bend show on social media we love hearing and sharing your life with you we want to see it all if you missed part of this episode or you'd like to hear past shows you can find them all on the website thebendshow.com and be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting app Looking to change things up for your next event, conference, or awards banquet? Think about having us, Tigger and Beck, entertain your crowd. From MCs to event headliner, public speaker, to acting as host couple, let us make your gathering extra special. From ranching, cattle, hunting, fishing, camping, and rodeo, plus so much more. By the way, did you know Tigger is a PRCA Pro Rodeo announcer and we are music directors too? Plus, Tigger is also an auctioneer. Try thinking of spicing up your next upcoming fishing tournament. How about having us, Tigger and Beck, auction off a fishing Calcutta to add to the excitement? Regardless of the crowd, we have the stories to share with the laughs to be had. Thank you to our partners, Ditelli Outdoors, About You Photography, Buckstorm, Little Rack Taxidermy, Mickey's Mustard, ToxicCalls.com, Wobble Creek Outfitters, Atlas Tracks, Abrahamson Rodeo Company, RFD TV, and the Cowboy Channel. Finally, a big thanks to all of you listeners out there that came along. And whether you're coming or going today, stay with us as we ranch it up. We hope you've had a wonderful holiday season and we look forward to the new year ahead. And remember to keep up with me, Beck, all week long by following The Bend on Facebook and on Instagram at The Bend Show. This is Rebecca Warner. Catch Beck if you can next week on The Bend. <music>